Hi everyone, welcome to This is Lassonde, a podcast where we bring you stories from a diverse array of creators working to create positive change in the Lassonde community and beyond. So sit back, relax, be inspired, and learn something new with us. Hello everyone, today we are speaking with Olga Klushina, an electrical engineering alumna who graduated from the Lassonde School of Engineering in 2022. We chat about her experiences in the BEST program at Lassonde and how that led to her meeting her future employer. She also tells us about other events she took advantage of as a student, such as the ENGCOM competition, and how she used those opportunities to make connections that would greatly benefit her during her search for a career. All right. Hi, Olga. How are you doing today? Hi, Connor. I'm good. Thank you. So let's just jump right in. So, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, so my name is o- Olga Klushina. I graduated from Lausanne Electrical Engineering uh, last year, which is 2022. And yeah, I'm excited to be a new alumni of Lausanne. Can you tell us a little bit about where you're currently working? Yeah, for sure. Uh, so I work at the clean tech startup company called KPM Power. What they do is they make the battery management systems for mostly lithium batteries, and they do um, designs based on like application for different purposes. And what's your current position? So I work as the system uh, engineering lead. What that entails is that I design systems, which uh, kind of comes along with the with the title. Uh, but what the systems are is because we do have the product, which is a battery management system, but it can go into a lot of different applications. For example, solar power system for off-grid homes or data sensors backup power. And my job would be to take the application and design how our product will fit in in there, design the specifications and help the team uh, here at KPM Power to implement it uh, so that we could integrate our product with the customer's needs. All right, awesome. So what would an average day of work look like? Or is it always changing? That's a very good question. Since it is a startup, it's very, very dynamic. So every day is quite different between each other. Um, But in general, I could expect something like meetings with the clients, or I could define some, you know, writing the test cases. But then the other day I would be making, designing, for example, a test setups or the tests themselves to see how we implemented it. The next day I would be making like, you know, a timelines of how we should do it and like resource management of who will be doing it and performing it. So it's always very different and there's a lot of different projects. So you're definitely never going to be bored with that, with that type of work. I can imagine. So it sounds like you're, you're always busy. Never a dull moment, huh? No, definitely not. <laughs> so you said it was a startup. When did it start up? So the startup is, it's quite mature. It is about, I think like in general, it is about four or five years old, but we do have a we do have already like multiple clients and as well as we have about 30 people working here. So it's not very small and it's um, it's quite different. I guess you can say if you're imagining the startup in your head, you know, a couple of, couple of guys normally in the garage, that's not it. <laughs> um, I would call it even more like a small tech company at that point. Yeah, it, it's already established. Yeah, yeah. 
So how did you get that opportunity? That's a very interesting question. I do love telling that story. Um, during my time as a student in Lausanne, I was very involved with the Best Lab, which is Berger and Entrepreneurs for Students in Science and Technology. And um, uh, I would help a lot with different events. I would volunteer there. And at one of the events uh, for a best startup experience on Hot, I was organizing different mentors. And those mentors would come from the industry partners. So there would be people who actually work at the industry or have their own businesses or just work in the engineering, a lot of different type of mentors. And so my current, uh, my current employer was one of the mentors. Uh, and at this event I was, that I was organizing, we met as, um, as a part of the event. And at that point I was looking for my a second co-op and my employer, current employer, ask me to come for the interview like literally next day. I was like, sure, it sounds good. I can try. <laughs> uh, yeah, so at this point I went to the interview and I got my co-op position for eight months there. Um, and after graduation, I came back full time. Damn, you must have made one hell of an impression on them. I would hope so. <laughs> to get an interview like the next day, that's, that's impressive. They were really looking for someone, you know, for some students and especially they, like Lasan had a program with a lot of uh, more like focus on the female and STEM and the, and the engineering. And my employer heard about that and they were looking a little bit more to diverse their workspace uh, with a different type of people, different genders, different ethnicities. Uh, so that one of the reasons they were also looking for somebody active who would be in those type of events. Um, yeah, so it was, it was quite an experience. Yeah, it's a great story. I can see why you love telling it. <laughs> Thank you. So uh, I like that you mentioned BEST. I want to talk a little bit more about BEST because I'm sure, you know, prospective students coming into York would love to know about it. Oh, yes, for sure. So BEST, as I said, that's Virgin um, Entrepreneurs in Science and Technology. Uh, it is a program which combines engineering with entrepreneurship. For me, and I think for a lot of people who have been in Lausanne, BEST is not just a program, which includes, you know, doing a couple of courses and a couple of ex experiences. BEST is a community because BEST is something that you can find like-minded people, very active people, and you can get lots of opportunities that you would never think you, you would see in your university life. And that's what I like about BEST. Um, in terms of what it is uh, officially, it is a program and certificate that you can get if you complete certain number of courses. And those courses are focused on business, entrepreneurship, there's some law courses, and just in general, kind of like product design or idea generation. I guess it makes you more well-rounded, right? Oh yeah, for sure. One of the biggest things that I got from BEST is that it doesn't necessarily only helps for you to become an entrepreneur, like a tech entrepreneur in the future, if you would like to. It also helps you to become a better leader, which for me helped me a lot in my current job position to get to more of the task managing and like project managing position much faster. Best gives you a perspective, not only how to look at the problem as an engineer, it teaches you how to look at the problem from for different lenses, like business, law, or in general, like environment. And that gives you a perspective that normally uh, with just engineering experience would be a lot limited. Yeah. So 
I also heard that you won the Bergeron Medal for your work in the Best Program. So I did. Thank you. <laughs> so first of all, uh, congratulations. Thank you so uh, much. What was that like? Uh, it was very exciting. It was very exciting because I did work a lot with best and it was a little bit unexpected only because I always thought to win the medal you have to have a startup at the end of your university life or something but as I said like best is not just about entrepreneurial spirit it's also about realizing how you can look like the big picture um realizing what it is to actually work in the industry and and it was very excited because I became very close friends with with a lot of people and professors who affiliated with best and with lots of fellow students who's now is a you know it's a great resource for inspiration motivation and every time we meet it's it's just you know a great and warm experience because you know that you have a group of like-minded people who always active and they will definitely have something new and exciting for you to share yeah absolutely so now that you know, we're at the subject of your undergrad, I kind of want to go back to the beginning. So, so how did you know that electrical engineering was the major for you? We're that far. <laughs> I'm going to tell you a secret. I had no idea that electrical engineering is for me. When I started university, um, I went more off not, oh, what do I want to do? I went from the point of view, what do I do not want to do? So I clearly knew that I do not, for example, civil engineering is not very close to something I want to do, or let's say software engineering as well. And with that process of taking out everything that I do not want to do for sure, I left with the mechanical and electrical engineering. So that just streams. Was that coin flip? Yeah. <laughs> no, I was a little bit more methodical with that decision. <laughs> Yes, after my first year of especially physics, then the first semester normally for the first year students is the mechanical physics and the second semester is electrical physics. That gave me the confirmation that, you know what, if we're just going to look at the basics of those two programs, I do enjoy electrical a little bit more than mechanical. So first year definitely helps to kind of get a little bit more of the understanding what are all those programs are actually about. Yeah, I think you'd be surprised by how many people share a very similar story to you. So how did you end up choosing York? Like what made you say, okay, I want to go to LaSalle specifically? I don't know if there's a story there. To be honest, I, I just, um, yeah, I just applied to a couple of universities because I'm an international student. I applied to a couple of universities in US and Canada. And in Canada, I've been to York before, like as for kind of like a tour when I was much younger. Yeah, and I, I just knew about the university and applied there and the UFT and I and I applied to very different programs like UFT I applied to economics and York engineering. I know <laughs> um, I had lots of options and then I decided to go with engineering because I as an international student I didn't know you can like change the programs and I'm very glad I did because Lausanne definitely gives a very interesting experience and what also helped me to go there is that um, actually best certificate because it did cover a lot of business aspects that kind of motivated me to apply for like economics and business school and some other universities. Yeah, good. Happy ending. Yeah, happy ending. So I think whatever is is done is done for the best. So we've talked about best a little bit, but I want to hear more about some of the other events that you did during your undergrad. I heard you mm -hmm. did the 
Encom competition, and I heard your team got first place. So again, congratulations! Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Um, so yeah. can you tell us a, tell tell us a bit about what the Encom competition is. Definitely, for sure. So Encom competition, it's a competition about combining engineering and commerce. Uh, normally, it's about four people. At least when I was competing, it's about four people team, and then half of the team is engineer engineering and half of the team is commerce. Uh, but because Lausanne has the best program from our side, basically all four people were from best program. So we got exposed to and commerce and the engineering. So we were the only team who. For every members, that was all of our majors was were in a, uh, was in engineering instead of like half and half. Uh, it's very interesting competition. So it is international competition, which is hosted in Canada. There are a lot of teams from Europe. Uh, Europe, some U.S. teams, and all over Canada. We were supposed to have like a team from China, but that was like very beginning of the COVID. Events still ran, but the Chinese team couldn't come because they already had COVID there, and. It is fascinating experience because you get to solve real cases. So the competition goes for about a week, and every day、uh, there's at least three three、uh, three cases in total. And every day you get a case. It's a case study from one of the real companies who support the event, and they give you the problem. What are they facing right now?、Um, and you have to come up with a solution. And it can be tech solution, service solution, so kind of combine the commerce and engineering together to get something which is feasible from technical point of view, but at the same time, it's a good business idea. You work on it for about a day, like you work on the、uh, you work on the problem. Problem for like half a day to a day, depending to how big the problem is, and then at the end of the day or the next day, you present your solution as the like a PowerPoint, like a pitch presentation, where you're pitching your idea. Why do you think it's visible? What is the best? What are the downfalls or pluses? What are the financial plan for your idea to work? What is the technical aspects of it? And then of course you get scored on like, is this idea even feasible? How it is like.、Um, How it is working in the business size、um, and other things. Yeah, so we did those three different cases, and then we got to the finals. So in the finals, we got to present to all the teams, all the other judges, and we did get the first place, which was very, very exciting because it was the first time that Lausanne and York participated in this competition. Oh, wow, it's a good impression. Yeah, I guess we、uh, we got lucky for the first time, but <laughs> it was it was very interesting, and like we did work a lot to prepare for it. You know, like before the competition, we would meet with the team, we would go with,、um, you know, some cases that. We've been used in the competitions before, and we would do like a trial runs, trial presentation. We prepared a lot of, you know, backup stories, powerpoints, all the templates, so we would be in the best possible, in the best possible situation at the competition itself. And the best part about it was that. It was all real life problems in terms of like it wasn't just somebody thought it is a problem. There were actually companies and a lot of big companies like L3 Harris who showed us what the what problem they actually have. And then in the among of judges, there were people 
from those companies, from the industry to judge, is it realistic or not? And that gave also a lot of opportunities to, um, you know, network, to meet people from the industry and kind of see what they are working on and what exciting opportunities you have after university. So can I ask, what was the specific problem that you and your team tried to uh, come up with a solution with? Yeah, for sure. Uh, So there were three different cases, but for the final case, that was the problem of, uh, okay, it's been a while, but I will definitely remember. That was a problem of um, some maintenance, especially on on like uh, ships, uh, where there was the maintenance, how do we work on like fixing something? And I definitely remember our solution. We were thinking about more like a, VR kind of glasses um, experience where you can see the parts that you need and and kind of go for like, you know, maybe like there's some manuals or something like that together. And so that any person in the maintenance that can actually be able to access certain things that you normally wouldn't. And that, you know, one person can substitute a lot of people who has to have a very specific knowledge of, of the specific equipment. Wow. I can see why you guys won first prize. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. It was a great experience. So shifting back a bit to where Mm -hmm. you are now. So what kind of things do you do outside of work? Uh, Great question. Because a lot of the times, especially in engineering, people forgetting that there there is a life outside of the school and work. And in computer science, I bet you experience the same way. Yeah. So um, I think it is very important to have a good work-life balance. And one of the things that I love about my company is that they focus on it as well. One of the goals is to make sure that everybody is focused on both and the work and the life outside of the work. So in terms of what I do to kind of keep saying and shift my mindset from the work, um, I do play piano, which is really helping uh, because it is something which is a little bit, it is still creative, but at the same time, it's a little bit more repetitive and mechanical in terms of physically repeating things. Because normally at my work, it's so dynamic and every day it's a different type of problems that you have to solve. So for me, piano and like repetition uh, and learning process is, it's good for the mind shifting and kind of relaxing and not being at the constant moment of, okay, we have to make decisions now and we have to consider like, you know, 130 different options and and kind of pluses and minuses for each one of them. Uh, And the other thing that, that I also do, which helps me a lot is because I work a lot in the lab with the devices, I really like going back to kind of the nature and where nothing working, there's nothing going on. So I do with my friends like a backcountry canoe expeditions in Algonquin. So that way you can go away for like three, four days and there's no reception. There's nothing. You you take the minimum things. So max you have is your phone, which is not working and very useless there. But you know, but that's just quietness and there's almost no people um, and just the nature and kind of how it's all organic it flows um, it's very calming and very nice to kind of keep a balance between such a active and dynamic workplace so as someone who is very well-rounded what would you say is the biggest benefit that someone can get from 
having that good work-life balance from being a well-rounded person? Mm -hmm. Great question. I think in my opinion is that it's kind of goes, goes back to idea of the lenses. When you look at the same problem from a different perspective, you see very different picture or also in another way, um, how I like to tell it, so to say, let's say you have a certain experience, say you live in a certain country or like certain town, and then everything that you see from the world is coming through like, is coming through like red glasses, so kind of red lens. And then you move to Toronto, let's say to much bigger city, you go to university and you look at everything from engineering perspective, let's say. It gives you kind of like a blue lenses. So now you look for the world for a little bit of blue lenses, but in reality, you never lost your red lenses. So you go blue on the red and everything is kind of looks like purple. So the more lenses you have, the more interesting perspective you can see that other people with a different experience will totally differently and that helps to really find the best solutions and just like enjoy the life kind of even more because you have so much to so much um how to say uh like differences and experiences and and that's what makes it worth it okay that was that was a really great answer like seeing the root of purple i'm gonna use that one <laughs> so okay before we wrap up here olga so one thing i like to ask all the alumni that we have on the show is is there any advice you would give current or prospective students listening that you wish you had gotten when you started on your engineering journey i wish i would get an advice off to enjoy uh, the student life the student work and I've seen it so many times and I've experienced it when with uh, all the school and extracurriculum, you become so busy and you forget to enjoy and appreciate all those experiences because later after graduating and after you working, you look back at it and you're like, that was so great. Why wasn't I much happier at that time? You know, <laughs> I think my biggest advice is really enjoy it, really be like a sponge to sucking every single possible experience and communication and like um, connection with people and university. Yeah, I agree. So you still have a year to do that. <laughs> yeah. So one last question. What do you think are the best qualities a student can have to be successful in this industry? Very interesting question. I can go, you know, and name very important qualities like communication and teamwork. But I think what I haven't heard when I was in university and now as working in the industry, I think that it's insanely important is resourcefulness, being resourceful, because you will never know everything you need to know at a particular point at work. And if you do think that you know everything you need to know, then that work is not challenging or interesting enough. So one of the biggest things and skills that you have to do is that even if you're in a certain position, you've never done it, or you've never heard about something, you need to be resourceful to find someone or somewhere that would explain and give you some kind of start, and then you can learn from it. So I think resourcefulness is definitely on my top list for what can make you successful in the industry. Okay, Olga, well, that's all I have for you today. So thank you. This, this has been a very fun episode. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I really like going back to Lausanne and connecting with it. And yeah, thank you so much for the opportunity. All right. Good luck. Thank you. You too. All right, everybody. That was Olga's story. We hope you enjoyed it. Her initiative and ability to create opportunities for herself is admirable. 
and should be an inspiration for all students listening to today's episode. If you have a passion, there's bound to be an opportunity at Lausanne. And if there isn't, what are you waiting for? Go out there and make one for yourself! Until next time, this is Lassonde.